0: Thanks for listening to Date Night and supporting us. It really means a lot. In this episode of Date Night, behind the screens, we listen to the start of Kira's adventure. This is also the very first thing we recorded. This is also the very first time we played. So you get to hear Will kill Kira. Hey, it happens when you're a level one wandering in the woods by yourself, managed by a DM that's never played the game before either. In any event, Listen in as we learn some of the game mechanics and figure out a little more about Kira's backstory.
1: You were talking to me the last time about you wanted to be looking for your mother. Mm-hmm. The last you had heard, she was somewhere in these forests on the mainland, south of the cradle and south of the really big bay, which I haven't named yet. But basically, you came into a port, and you started into the forests in the general direction where you knew of your mother's last whereabouts, and you encountered a few things in the woods like those bat things and some nobleman who was too proud of his peaches. Mm -hmm. So you took a rest, and you're continuing on your way to the last point where you had heard of where your mother was. What's your mother's name, by the way?
0: I don't know. <laughs> or I don't remember or I haven't come up with it yet
1: Okay, you have to come up with something so you can ask people to help you find who you're looking for alright so you're traveling through the forest go ahead and roll your d20 8 alright and what's your perception
0: plus 3
1: and are you proficient no Okay, so that's an 11. hmm Okay. There's going to be a surprise round here where this giant weasel comes out of the wood line. You're kind of on a... It's sort of a beaten path, but not like a real path or anything, just something you can see people have been walking, not something people have particularly made. So you only have a little bit of room on either side of you. And this giant weasel tries to take a bite out of your leg. That's uh, 13 against your AC.
0: Which is 11. Plus 2. So 13.
1: Okay, so that's a hit. He's going to roll damage. So he bites into your leg and deals 6 damage. Ow. And he's got another little buddy who's running up behind him who's a regular-sized weasel. Who's going to take his turn after we roll initiative. We'll see who gets to go first. Yep.
0: Fourteen.
1: You add your dex modifier to that? Plus two. Okay. That's still going to be the giant weasel, you, and then the weasel. Alright, so the weasel's already taking a bite, so he's kind of trying to jump up and bite you on the wrist. That's going to be a nineteen. Nineteen. It's going to be a hit. Probably. Alright, and he would do... Eight? I'm dead. <laughs> that was fast, right? Yep. Yep. That was fun. Good night.
0: Good night. <laughs> Alright, so... First time we played, I was killed by Sturge. The second time we played, I scared off an Obelman. third time we played, I was killed by Weasels.
1: <laughs> Weasels are tough. <laughs> The yeah, so this time, let's say you were in the forest last time. Maybe that wasn't even the the right area of the forest. So you've taken a boat across from the west side of the large mainland forest, and now you're moving over toward the east side into one of the small bays that dots the the main harbor on the mainland. And as you Arrive there, you see you're in a very, very small a seaport. It basically has six or eight little houses and a small market and a dock with uh, one other boat docked at it before yours comes in. So you get off the ship, and the guy who had ferried you there says, it was nice having somebody that didn't cause any trouble. Uh, good luck finding your mom. Thank you. All right, well, I'm going to go... Uh, over to the uh, inn and he points over to one of the it just looks like one of the regular houses there it's maybe uh, 20% bigger than the other couple in the town Uh, and he starts striding over in that direction
0: alright I'll hike up my bag on my back and then look around at the other buildings Okay. is there anything that looks interesting to me possibly
1: so there's a little like market between the docks and the town there's just two people there and they're dealing with fish right now um there's the inn that the guy is walking toward the uh, the guy who had ferried you over there and like i said the rest looked like just a couple of other small houses or cottages
0: all right i guess i'm heading towards the inn as well
1: okay um so you get over to the inn you see it does, in fact, have a little shingle over the door. It doesn't even have one of those fancy, witty inn names. It says Inn, and it's actually spelled right, so it's got that going for it. Um, You go on into the inn. You see the uh, Mariner guy is already sitting at a table. Um, There's just two two other people in the inn. The standard person behind the counter, who's sort of cleaning up a little bit, and kind of a a little halfling woman who's uh, just come back out of the back with a little flagon that she's bringing over to the mariner. And she says, "Uh,
2: Two visitors in one day! A banner day for us here at the end."
0: May I have a flagon of mead or something?
2: Sure, do you have any sort of preference? Surprise me. Oh, don't say that! She goes back into the back, um, and
1: there's one or two empty tables, maybe, I guess, three or four empty tables, so you take a seat?
0: Yep. Okay.
1: So she comes back out of the back with a little pintful and sets it down in front of you. It's a really dark, um, stout-looking drink, and she says, is that all you'll be needing?
0: Sure. And her payment.
1: Okay, so um, this is negligible payment, so we don't have
2: to keep up with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she says, oh, thanks, copper, lovely. She goes back into the back again. Just taller if you need anything. My name is Tallulah. Tallulah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you.
2: So she heads over into the back.
1: And it's kind of awkward. The mariner sitting there at another table, um, and kind of facing you, just with you know the the other end of your table and the end of his table in between the two of you. And he's just kind of looking down into his drink, um, which is already uh, covering his his beard, his face with the foam of whatever it was that he's drinking.
0: Must be a foamy brew.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hear of any elves in these parts.
2: Who are you talking to exactly?
0: The mariner, because he's across the table across the table from me.
1: Alright. Um sc- excuse me? I already forgot what he sounded like. Oh yeah, he was British. <laughs> They're all British. <laughs> oh, excuse me?
0: Any elves in these parts?
1: Um well, at least half of one. I brought her in today. Looked a lot like you.
0: Well, I'm half-elf, so I would assume she would look a lot like me.
1: Yeah. In fact, hold on. I think it was you.
0: Any other elves than me?
1: I don't know. Um, You might remember I just got here.
0: (laughs) I assumed you might know some of the area, though.
1: Well, I mean, the forests around here are just sort of crawling with the little, you know, pointy-eared peoples.
2: Little? Little? Well,
1: you know, I don't mean little as in diminutive. I just mean little as in, you know, elvish. Small-minded, maybe, more like it.
0: Small-minded?
1: Yeah. I hope you don't take any offense to that, dear. I mean, you're you're half-human, so you at least have three-quarters of a large mind, right?
0: Any other people who might possibly know about any elves in the area?
1: Well, I mean, the best bet would probably to be to ask the locals. I mean, they probably know who comes into town looking for fishes and things. You might want to try and ask them.
0: I had assumed you were a local, but already. Does Tallulah happen to be nearby? I forgot who else was in here.
1: Tallulah's in the back. She said to holler if you needed
2: her.
0: Tallulah! Oh yes, Uh
2: What would you like? Did you need more, more mead?
0: No, I have a question for you.
2: How come you're trying to sound like me?
0: <laughs> because uh, apparently I'm a chameleon.
2: Are you making fun of me? No. Oh, all right. Uh what is it, dear?
0: Do you know if there are any elves around these parts?
2: Oh yeah, there's plenty of them. They live out in the forests.
0: So I've heard. Are there any that come here?
2: Yeah, they come here sometimes. They trade a little bit in town, but we don't have much other than fish around here. You might have smelled it when you came in.
0: A little bit, yeah.
2: Yeah. It wasn't me. It's a fish. I I understand. All right. I'm just a little self-conscious, because when I go out of the town, sometimes the smell of fish follows me, you see, and people say, eh, here comes that fish-smelling lady. Mm-hmm.
0: When you live around fish, I can imagine the smell would stick to you a little bit sometimes. Yeah, I don't
2: really notice it after a while, you know. You just get a little nose blind at a fishy smell. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I really like fish, though. It's very tasty. They're
0: very nutritious. What's that? means they're good for you.
2: Which kind? The nutritious fish? Yes. Can we catch those kind here in the harbour? Yes. Oh, all right. Are those the ones with the stripes? I don't know. Oh, all right. I like the ones with the stripes.
0: <laughs> Are there any people around here that go out to the woods or deal with the elves at all?
2: Yeah, you might want to talk to Carl.
0: Carl? Yeah. I'm assuming that's with a K.
2: No. It's Carl. It's just Q U at the beginning. Of course. Right. Since you asked. um, He actually lives right next door. Alrighty. When you go out the door, take a. And she holds up her
1: fingers to see which one makes an L and she says,
0: a left! Okay, what does this house look like? Is there any feature?
2: Well, his house has a beautiful falsifier next to the door.
0: Okay, thank you. I shall finish my mead and be on
2: my way. All right then. Do you need a refill over there, Mr. Mariner?
1: And she wanders off over to his table and he mumbles into his drink.
0: That's a strange sounding state, but okay. Drink my mead, stand up and head out the door. Hold up my hands like she did so I can see which one she thought was left and look for the forsythia.
1: Okay. Um, when you go out and look to your left, you see uh, roll a roll of nature check for me. Yeah, you see a a forsythia right next to the door of the cottage next door. And um, the window shutters are open. There's no, you know, window windows. It's just wood shutters over empty holes where the windows are. So, um...
0: What, no wax paper?
1: Nope.
0: Okay. All right, walk over and knock on the door.
2: Oi, who's there?
0: It's... Me, half-elf. I'm looking for other elves in the area.
2: Oh, I'm not an elf.
0: I didn't figure you were. I was looking f- for information on elves.
1: Oh, yeah, sure. Um, hold on a second. And you hear kind of a rattle inside, and something gets knocked off of a table. Oh, damn it. Uh, hold on, sorry. Uh, comes to the door, and he's a really big, um, guy. He's, he's a human guy, but... He's pretty strapping, and his, his button on his pants isn't really buttoned, but he's got it held together with some, you know, rope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, y- you were looking, uh, for elves?
0: Yes, I'm trying to track one down in particular.
1: Yeah, um, does it matter which?
0: Yes, it does.
1: All right, um, who are you looking for?
0: Do the elves around this area have any fighters with them?
1: Fighters? You mean like soldiers?
0: Yes. Yeah,
1: sure. I mean, we've all got them there. This area is actually, you know, I don't know. Where Where are you from? You're not from here?
0: I'm not. I'm from over, I forget where I'm from. Because <laughs> well, the map is that happens to down. me
1: sometimes because, uh, you know, I uh, forget where I'm from sometimes.
0: Uh, have you named this mountain range? Mm-mm. Okay, I'm from the unnamed mountain range by the Fertile Lands.
1: Uh, Alright, so I don't know much about anything that isn't from around here. Mm -hmm. But basically, um, you might want to know that if you're going to be here near the uh, water, we need a lot of soldiers because there tend to be raids of uh, orcs and goblins and other, you know, sort of nasties that come into town. So we have plenty of soldiers do the I'm elves... a soldier, he says.
0: Do the elves fight much?
1: Well, I mean, they try not to, and they stick to the forests, mostly. Uh, mostly the raids stay close on the shores, but where the forests are out near the cliffs, to the eastmost part of the forest, you know, they run straight up to the shore, and occasionally I've heard that the goblins will scale those cliffs and try and sneak in for a raid or pillage, and that's probably the most fortified area in the forest.
0: Hmm. About 25 years ago, was there a lot of fighting in this area?
1: Oh, yeah, sure. Um, It's been going on for uh, at least since I was, uh, you know, knee-high to affling.
0: No, I don't mean any raiding. I mean, like, actual fighting, wars or something.
1: Um, well, I mean, the elves sort of have kept to themselves as long as I've known him. All right. I mean, we've had little spats, uh, with people from across the Bay from time to time, but nothing, uh, you know, too important.
0: Would you be able to help guide me to where I might find some elves or is there someone else I can look for that might be able to do that? I don't
1: know what... Um... Who... Who is it that you're looking for? I would, you know...
0: (laughs) I don't know her name What
1: kind of elf was she?
0: She was a fighter.
1: Well, I mean, like... Was she a wood elf? Or I elf?
0: I think she was a wood elf.
1: Yeah, well, I guess that makes sense being in the woods here.
0: Yeah.
1: Um... You're going to have to give me a name where you're looking for uh, you don't know what in a haystack. And you're just picking up each piece of hay and saying, is this it? (laughs) Is this it?
0: I'm so glad we're recording this. This is awkward. (laughs) Because I don't know what I'm doing either.
1: Well, I'm making up this whole tab (laughs) as we go along. This is just an intro. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Me saying... Well, this is my general idea. How does that sound? And you can help fill in some spots if it fits in with your quest thingy. And you're like, oh, okay. And then well,
2: we can cut some stuff out.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, I was thinking maybe looking at this list of names. There's a Marielle in here, which kind of I like, but then I write down it's write it down spelled differently, and it looks like Muriel. And I'm like, eh. I don't really like that name. How about Naivara? I don't know if that's even how you pronounce it. Naivara? That seem good to you? Sure. Okay. Have you heard any stories about an elf named Naivara?
1: Um so he's just taking a drink out of his uh
0: again with the strange drink noises, yeah,
1: so you're doing the sound effects too, uh,
0: apparently, I'm also <laughs> thirsty,
1: so he's taking a sip uh when he hears you say that, and he spits it out, and he says And it goes all over you and you're, oh, oh, I'm so sorry, but did you say? Nivora, like Nivora, uh, Silverleaf. Yes. Of course, I've heard of her. She's practically a legend around here.
0: And where is she, Pratel?
1: Hold on. Are you looking for her? Yes. Hold on a second. He closes the door in your face, and you hear him knocking some things around in the house. And he goes, "No, seriously." And you hear another voice, and he goes, Nivora! You can hear him through the door, but the other voice is very muffled. And he comes back out and he says, um, yeah, uh, sorry, look, um, you've got to go. if you're looking for Nivora, you don't have to go for it all. Just, what the hell, come with me. And he starts walking out of the door, says, Oh, wait, wait, wait. He runs back in, he grabs a short bow, throws it on his back, a little bag, and he says, Let's go. We can be there in an hour.
0: All right, sounds good.
1: All right. So he, he takes you south out of town and straight into the forest, which almost, you know, are only a few hundred feet away from the waterfront with just this line of houses in between. Uh, takes you back into the woods through a a pretty well-worn path um, and walks with you a little while until you find a, a short stream. And he says... A oh,
0: short stream or a narrow stream?
1: A, a narrow stream. And he says, oh, I forgot. Um, I'd really love to watch this, but I've got to get back. Um, look, this stream, if you just follow it, you'll get there. And you'll know what I'm talking about when you're there. Why? Oh, I've just got to get back.
0: Are you afraid?
1: Well, I'll tell you the truth. And he leans in a little bit close to you and he really smells like fish.
0: Of course he smells like fish.
1: (laughs) And he says... That that place where you're going, it's neat and old, but you've got to cross this bridge to get there. And, um, I'm not much for it, you see. I get a little wibbly in my knees when I try to walk across it.
0: Is it high? Yeah. All right.
1: I'm sorry, um, but it that it's not far. I don't even really want to see the bridge. Understand?
0: Then why did you walk me here instead of telling me to go that way until I found the stream?
1: Um, I really wanted to see you make it there and and talk to him. Um, but then I remembered last time, uh, and I, I got a little nervous when I saw the stream. You see, this bridge crosses the stream a little ways down, and you can't cross it earlier because you'll never get in if you don't cross the high bridge. Alright. You'll get it when you get there.
0: So follow the stream down.
1: Yeah, till you see the high bridge.
0: Alright, thank you for showing me this far.
1: Alright, um. And he turns back around to go and he says uh I hope you find what you're looking for and he he just heads back to town.
0: Okay, so I start walking downstream.
1: Okay. So
0: walk
1: walk walk. walk, walk, walk. Make a um survival roll.
0: 3. I trip and fall and break my neck. We're just going <laughs> to assume that.
1: Yeah, so um you still realize it's a stream. It's not that hard to follow. Um, But you maybe don't realize some of the things that may have been living in this stream. So, out of the stream comes, like, this weird shelled creature. He kind of has a long snout. um, And some, like, crusty vegetation and stuff on his back. He's probably about the size of a, not much bigger than a house cat. But he's really fast for something that looks kind of like a turtle. And he's completely charging at you because you were too close to the stream where he was living.
0: How close am I to a tree?
1: Um, they're all around.
0: Alright, I will do my best to jump up and grab a tree branch. Alright, so to roll, roll
1: an athletic shock. 16? Yep,
0: 16. Yeah,
1: that'll do it. So you're up in a tree pretty quick and... um. Actually when you go up into the tree, this thing kind of shambles back toward the water. Like it's defeated you and defended its spot and uh goes back into the stream. Um, roll a nature check. Three. Um that was alive. It was it was real. It it wasn't a hologram or anything. All right.
0: All right. It hopes I do not roll another three or low number, I do my best to crawl down carefully okay. without alerting you, the turtle creature.
1: You can just come down; okay, you don't I have come to down. roll for anything.
0: I was expecting to come charging back out and bite my kneecaps off when I die. No, averaging. you're
1: you're not right next to the stream anymore. So you're a little ways away.
0: All right, I take like ten steps further downstream and head straight back to the stream. Okay. Hopefully I can
1: still see it. Alright, so after you walk for a little while, you come to a little bit of a clearing where there's some more room between the large trees around you. and I mean, these are some really old trees. Um, But there's a spot that's been cleared, and just as uh, Coral said, there's a a really high bridge. Um, It spans across um, what was the... The creek a second ago, um, or this stream, but now it it has ended in a very drastic uh, cliff-like waterfall, um, and it looks pretty unnatural. I mean, you've seen a lot of streams, you've seen a lot of waterfalls um, in your time, and the way that this is sheerly cut out of the cliff here doesn't look like it was naturally cut by this tiny little stream or anything um but there's this bridge that goes across and at first glance it looks like a suspended rope bridge just a normal one mm-hmm. but as you look at it a little longer you realize that what looks like sort of rope when you get close to it and what looks like wood planks are it's actually all um metal it's really light and extremely well crafted um metal but it still has little gaps between the um the rungs or um, slats or whatever you would call those metal boards that go across the bottom of the bridge, and it's still free to swing a little bit, um, suspended over this chasm.
0: And I'm assuming that there's no way for me to go back and cross the stream when it's normal?
1: I mean, you could, but you wouldn't be heading where this bridge is heading. You'd be at the top of this cliff, um, and this bridge is heading straight across... Um, so it's like a round or half circle cutout,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and you could go back, but you'd have to make a long run along the edge of the cliff to get to kind of where this bridge is heading on the other side.
0: All right. pack my bag back up and start across the bridge.
1: Okay. When you step on the bridge, it's surprisingly solid. I mean, it does have some sway, Mm -hmm. but it's not like a rickety suspension bridge. Um... Roll a Constitution check. Nineteen. All right. So you pretty much feel like you're just walking on normal ground when you're on the bridge. It doesn't bother you at all.
0: I just trip over turtles and die yeah. from weasels.
1: Yeah, turtles and weasels much more imposing than the high bridge. All So as you cross the bridge to the other side, you realize right at the end of the bridge, and you couldn't even see it from across the chasm or even until you were right up on it, but there are steps kind of cut into the side of this sheer cliff that head down into the valley below. Um, You can't really see what's in the valley because you're above these ancient sort of looking um, trees and Mm -hmm. the canopy of the forest is blocking out the bottom of the chasm.
0: Does it seem like the path I'm on follows these steps or do they go on into the trees on top of the cliff?
1: It looks like you should probably go down the steps.
0: Okay, so I start walking down the steps, hopefully not to slip on a puddle or another weasel or turtle.
1: No, I mean, they're very well cut out steps. Um, And as you head down the steps down below the canopy, you see that the trees are growing out of bits of the ground um, that have been left. But for the most part, the rest has been cut out or more accurately, probably blasted out. Um, So they've left kind of these trees and you can see where the roots are um, kind of closing back in and back under themselves because they're finding like open air on the sides.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, But they've left sort of these trees there. And as you see them, as you come down the steps as well, in the trees are more of these metal bridges linking, you know, each one of the trees to each other.
0: So I'm certainly feeling like I'm in the right place.
1: Yeah, so there's a lot of, like, um, platforms built into these trees, and basically if the people on whatever that show was called, like Treehouse Masters, saw this, they would have one of the, like, a, you know, divine moment.
0: They would have a spiritual moment. Yeah. All right, continue on down, unless I find another bridge place. I'm assuming I should run into a guard at some point.
1: Yeah, so the place seems like it's it's kind of weird, but it's huge, and it seems like it's pretty empty. So as you get to it, you actually can see a little bridge that goes across from the steps that you walk down off the cliff toward one of the trees. And you can see that that tree is linked to many others. And at times, on some of the larger um, sections of earth that are left there, they also have ladders leading down you know, to the earth. Um, below, and the thing's pretty overgrown. There are vines and things around the the bridges and um, you know platforms and hanging down pretty far. Doesn't look all that well kept up in the trees. Um, it looks like there are a few places that are sort of out of the weather, but for the most part, it's just open, like up in the trees.
0: Is there, like, a little guard station or anything at that first platform, I see? Um, or any sort of... Shelter?
1: No. Um, at the f- first platform, it's just kind of a ring that goes around a tree that's probably uh, 12 feet in diameter.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and it's got another bridge leading off of it, more toward the middle, um, that you could take.
0: I'll follow that one, then.
1: Okay. As you walk through the canopy of trees, sometimes going up and sometimes going down lower, um, you'd notice you know, these are, some of these paths are like woven into the branches that are large enough to hold them. Some of them have supports that go all the way down to the ground. Um, and in um, a big section of the earth that's been cut out, you actually see where the stream from above has really pooled you have some really um, deep-looking spots filled with uh, water, and it seems like the stream kind of ends here, like there's too much here to catch it, and it can't continue to run off. Um, As you get into the middle, you still don't see anybody here. Um, What do you want to do?
0: Keep going deeper, and if I pass a house or some other sort of shelter, peek inside.
1: Okay. Um, As you're walking along, you're kind of trailing um, your bag, and it bumps up against um, some of the metal, and it rings out what seems like extraordinarily loud and how silent this place is. I mean, you would think you might hear animals or something, but there's nothing. Um, And when it clangs you hear a voice come from down below, and he says, Um, hello? Someone here?
0: Peek over.
1: You look down, and there's kind of a bald uh, head that you can see in a really, really stout body down there. Roll a perception check. Five. Yeah, it's a person.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Okay, how far above am I?
1: He's probably about 40 feet below you at this point.
0: And I can't even recognize what race he is?
1: No, you're staring just at how shiny his bald spot is.
0: I must be staring through some branches or something.
1: Yeah, there's plenty of them around, and vines growing off of these things.
0: Alright, look around, see if there's a way down, and then call out, Hello?
1: Um, yeah, there's a ladder about 15 feet away that goes down toward the ground, and he says, Um, who are you?
0: My name is Kira. I'm looking for Nyvara Silverleaf.
1: You're, you're, can, can you come down? Sure
0: thing. Okay. Head
1: over to the ladder. When you get down the ladder, he's there next to the ladder sitting on a stone bench. Um, He had walked over there, apparently knowing that was the only place you could come down. And you see he's an old um, dwarf man. He just kind of looks at you and goes, When you said that, I thought you were... Just here to, you know, like one of the kids, just to laugh or
0: one of the make kids? fun of
1: me. Yeah, the kids from town who come here and play in the trees.
0: Why would they do that?
1: Well, I mean, look at it.
0: Why would they laugh at you? Other than you're an elf living in an, or a dwarf living in an elven city.
1: Well, this isn't an elven city, this is my city. I built this city. You built this? Yes. I've been building it. For 200 years.
0: Where are the elves?
1: There are none. It's only me. Um, but that name, what was that name?
0: Navara Silverleaf.
1: Before I saw you, I thought you just had to be one of them. One of those kids. But... You favor your mother, he says.
0: I never said she was my mother.
1: She has to be your mother. Um. Sit, he says, and he points to another stone bench. Poof. Who's your father?
0: He's a warrior from the 10,000 cities.
1: How old are you?
0: 25 no idea. We'll
1: say twenty-five.
0: Twenty-
1: twenty-five? Yes. He says, and he's visibly upset by that. Why? Well, um, Navarro lived here once, a long time ago, um, when it was a mine, when it was still attached to the Underdark, um, this was always my home. But she hated the Underdark. And she hated the mine. Uh, and she left.
0: Why did she live here? Well, Who was she to you?
1: She was my wife. For about 30 years. Um, She lived in the trees. And I lived in the mine. And, um... Eventually, she left, and um, I had always hoped she'd come back, and I built this village in the trees for her.
0: I thought you were building the village for a couple hundred years. I was. She was your wife for 30 years, and she left 25 years ago.
1: No, she didn't leave 25 years ago.
0: When did she leave?
1: 200 years ago. That's why I'm so upset that you're so young. Because it means she found somebody else. And never came back to my city.
0: Do you know where she is that I might find her? Or where she may have gone?
1: I thought I heard her here. About a year ago but I wasn't sure if it was a dream or if it was real. I was asleep down here, and he points to a little hut under the trees. He says, I don't sleep in the trees. I'm not fond of being in the trees, he says. Um, and she told me that it was beautiful, but she was going to the Feylands, And that that was her home.
0: She came all the way back here after 200 years to tell you she was leaving?
1: Yeah. She knew I'd be here if I was still alive. She knew I'd never leave. Even though I destroyed the mines and the underdark and opened them to the air and to the water and cleaned out what was down there... This is still my home, and I cannot leave it. This earth is my earth, he says.
0: Why would she come to tell you if she was leaving? And not planning to stay?
1: I don't know. I don't know if it was real.
0: Can you tell me anything else about her?
1: What do you want to know?
0: All I know about her is that is her name, and that she was a fighter.
1: She was a great warrior um, before she settled here. She was from the Feylands, um, born there well before me.
2: Um,
1: She said she fought in a great war there once, but she was very aloof even when she lived here. Even when we were married, we probably saw each other once a week. We met on the ground.
0: All I know of her is her name and that she brought me to my father after I was born. Very well. May I stay here for the night?
1: These trees are as much your birthright as anyone else's, he says. Um, And he points across to a larger enclosed area in one of the trees. And he says, that's where she used to live. Um, That's the one part that I left. That's the... And you can see from here, it's not made out of metal, it's made out of wood, and it's kind of um, rotting in in some regards, but still looks pretty solid. Um, He says, that's where she lived. Um, You can stay there if you want. Very well. Um, He says one thing. Talk to me before you leave.
0: Will you be near here?
1: Point back over to that little hut. He says, I'll always be here.
0: Thank you. Okay. Go on over to the ladder, climb up. Or stairs, or whichever.
1: Okay. So you climb up the stairs, and at the top of um, this ladder is this little house built into the trees. It's probably the size of a couple of normal rooms, like 25 feet around, and it it goes around this giant tree that sort of um, branches off right above it and splits into what would still be two massive trees, but, you know, just part of one. And um, when you go inside, you push open the door, it's open... You can smell kind of the little bit of the rotting of the wood. Um, And you could see that even through the big section of the tree that's like hollowed out in the middle. So there's a big spot under um, kind of the heart of this tree. And when you go in there, you can see that even though this tree is huge, the grain is so tight that this tree must be thousands of years old. Um, And there's very little in this house. Um... It looks like maybe even people have been in and looted or things, and it's basically just a shell. It has kind of a bedroll on the floor, um, which looks like it has been replaced. It doesn't look ancient like the rest of the stuff. Um, But that's about it. There's a couple candles um, sitting on a table. All
0: right, look around put my bag down, sit down, and pull out some jerky or whatever it is I carry around to eat.
1: Okay, so you see um, the sun starting to go down outside, um, and it's going down a lot earlier than you would expect, but it's because you're down so deep in this canopy, Um, and it's getting pretty cold, but it's still pretty nice inside this place. You can hear the water rushing down, roaring down from what was just a little stream above and what sounds like probably other streams running off into this big chasm um, and splashing down into the water below.
0: Alright. Pull out my bedroll. Go snooze.
2: Okay.
1: Alright, so morning comes and there's something about being in these forests that is unlike any sleep that you've had before in your life. Like, it's something, like, you just know that this is some other part of you that is still from a place like this, if not this place. Mm -hmm. Um, And the bedroll was in kind of the heart of the tree there, which you kind of felt um, safe, maybe, maybe like you hadn't felt before inside the heart of this giant tree around you um, through the night. So it was a really good night's sleep.
0: Okay. Um, I must have rolled a 20.
1: (laughs) So, it's morning.
0: Alright, since I'm assuming it's brighter, sit up. Eat a little something. Look around, see if there's anything else in here that I might be able to find a clue about my mother beyond her name.
1: Okay. So, you actually see that there's something carved into the tree... In Elven script. And it's just... um It's kind of weird because it's Elven script, but you don't think it's Elvish. And it says Glyn.
0: Glyn? Yeah. Do I see anything else? Or I just look puzzled at that.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much all. I mean, like, everything's been routed out of here, it seems like. There's... Not much left.
0: Gather up my stuff, look around, take a deep breath, and head down to look for this dwarf person.
1: Okay. When you come out and you start heading down the ladder, from the view of this ladder, you haven't climbed down from this one before, you could see a really clear pool of... um, you know, this water that's been collecting from the stream. Mm -hmm. And you see your reflection looking back, and it almost seems to you that it isn't you, that it's something more um, elvish. Um, But it's just there for, like, a glimmer, and then it's gone.
0: All right. Somewhat confused, and continue down the ladder to find the dwarf.
1: Okay. So you go over to the hut, I guess?
0: Yep.
1: Okay, the hut's closed up still. Um, what do you want to do?
0: Sit on the bench. Okay. I'm assuming it's early in the morning.
1: Yeah, it's pretty early. Okay. Alright, so you sit on the bench and wait a while, and some time passes, and maybe an hour, an hour and a half, two hours, nothing.
0: Go look at the
1: pool while I wait. Okay. Um, it's really pretty. There's nothing swimming around in it or anything, but you can see, like, below the water that there are even still what look like some kind of metals and ores, like, in the walls, um, you know, that go down below the stream. Like, this was the mine. It wasn't, you know, um... One that had been completely stripped when it had gotten flooded and everything. Um, It was probably still pretty profitable, but it's now full of this water.
0: Taste the water. Is it sweet?
1: Um, What are you looking for?
0: Seeing if it's drinkable so I can fill up my water skin.
1: Yeah, it's really, really good water.
0: Okay, I fill up my water skin. Okay. And head back over to the hut and... Knock on the door. Call out
1: for the dwarf man. Okay. You knock on the door and it just kind of swings in. Of course it does. And um, when you go in, nobody's there uh, in the front room. But roll your roll a perception check. Three. Okay. You see that the room's pretty empty and you go... Like It wasn't like he's in here. Um, you want to try and look around?
0: Yeah, I'll see if he's further in.
1: Okay. So you go in and there's kind of like a pelt hanging across a small spot. Mm-hmm. So you figure there's probably another small room behind there. You go back through that pelt and you see there, um something in the... There's a small bed.
0: Is the dwarf man in it?
1: So you walk over to the bed, and you do see there's a figure in there, and it looks dwarvish. But when you pull the blanket back, you see bones.
0: Alarmed, look around. Is there any other creature in the room?
1: Mm-mm, it doesn't look like anything's been in this room for a long time. Um, those bones are not covered with flesh or anything. It just kind of looks... There's some bare bones there. uh, Under the blanket. And it's a dwarf skeleton.
0: Really confused. Go back out, look around.
1: Okay. In the main room you find a... um, Basically, like you found in the first building you were in, very little of anything. Um, But... A little breeze comes through the window and, like, flips open this dusty journal that looks like it should have been flipped open a million times if the wind had um, touched it before. But it just flips open, kind of startles you a little bit in the silence.
0: Go look at it.
1: Okay. Uh, It's flipped open to the very first page, um, and it says... The Journal of Rock Rockseeker.
0: And I'm assuming it's in Common?
1: It's in Dwarvish.
0: Oh, I can read Dwarvish. Oh, you can? Apparently. Because you told me that. It says Journal of Rock Rockseeker, but if it's in Dwarvish, then how can I read it? You can't. Okay. Um, Flip through it.
1: Yeah. Is it all in Dwarvish. I, it's in Dwarvish. So I guess I shouldn't have even told you what it said, but Nope. Okay. But it's got "Glyn." It's the same word that was written on the word, you know, the wall upstairs in Elvish, but now it's written in Dwarvish, which is pretty similar to Elvish. Okay. So, maybe you could pick out that it said that, but you can't really read the journal.
0: Look around. Does anything look like it's been disturbed?
1: Um No, I mean, it looks like nobody... Roll a survival check.
0: 17. Okay,
1: you look, you see your footprints and how, you know, pronounced they are and kind of the dirt floor that's here. Mm -hmm. Um, Very modest sort of area, especially comparing to the metal things built up in the trees. And you'd have known inside here where it's as still as it is. If somebody had walked through here in the past month, you'd probably have seen their footprints, and there's nothing here. Stuff is really covered with dust, and looks pretty undisturbed.
0: Alright, I'll take the journal with me. Anything else look interesting?
1: No, I mean, it's pretty empty.
0: Go back outside, look at that bench where he was sitting for any footsteps, footprints from yesterday.
1: Okay, roll survival again. no I mean you don't see anything there's vines and stuff there and it doesn't look like any of them have been brushed aside or anything like that
0: any of the other houses up in the trees look familiar or not familiar interest peaking
1: no I mean nothing stands out I mean you could go and look through them but you kind of have the feeling that they're not homes, they're just more little shelters from the from the weather, maybe. Um, but for the most part, it's very open up in the other spots of the trees.
0: Alright, I guess I will start heading back towards the bridge and the town.
1: Okay. So, as you cross back over the high bridge... Um, You can still, you can see the canopy again, you can see the water running off, and you can really tell, again from this view, now that you've been down there, that it wasn't maybe even just a mine that's been flooded, but it's even too big for that. Like, he had mentioned something about the Underdark, it's like more, like, maybe cities and things that used to be there, um, down below. Um... And you walk across the bridge, back up through the stream, and toward this little um, coastal town. Um, And when you get there, as you emerge out of the trees, um, you hear kind of some loud sounds coming from the, toward the water.
0: Sounds like a raid's going on. Try and act a little more sneaky and scuttle closer.
1: Okay, roll a stealth check.
0: Seven.
1: Okay. Um. So you actually get right up next to like a uh ward and see that um, you almost bump into it, and you're just right behind it. Like you snuck up on this thing, maybe accidentally, but it hasn't noticed you yet.
0: Uh, Is this a warg like in Lord of the Rings warg? Yeah, um, and
1: he's got some trappings on, so he's not like a wild animal.
0: And this is just between buildings or something that I snuck up behind it?
1: He's on the line of the woods, actually.
0: I would look around, see if there's anything else, and see if I could possibly attack or control. I don't know. I don't know what wargs.
1: Okay, they're like wolves, but bigger. Um, you could roll a nature check about them. Seventeen. Okay, you know you probably don't want to tangle with the warg. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably out of your league.
0: Um, of a and you know they're—you
1: <laughs> you know that they're pretty vicious. Um, and again, by the trappings that he's wearing, he doesn't look like somebody was riding him, um, but somebody has brought him in, and he's more like armored than you know, covered with a, a saddle or anything. Um, but he's also bleeding pretty good.
0: Okay. It can, what do I see? Can I see anything going on at the town?
1: Um, so you're kind of obscured by the houses right now. You're on the line of the woods, and the houses are between you and the, um, water.
0: Do I see fires or anything going
1: on? Nope, no fires.
0: Okay, I guess I will try to sneak up to the houses.
1: Okay, roll stealth again. Seven. Okay, you make it between the houses. You can see down on the shoreline there is a little battle going on. And there's some orcs. Um, They've got some uh, little ugly-looking boats, and they're kind of beached there, and Carl's out there. Um, with a big hammer, and he's actually knocked one of them to the ground, and another one's heading for him right now. Um, You can see from where you are, there's probably about three people from the town fighting, um, and you can see at least half a dozen orcs.
0: Do the people look like they're doing a halfway decent job of holding their own, Um, even if they're outnumbered?
1: Carl looks pretty tough. The mariner is laying um, face down in the sand. Um, The little halfling is actually flinging some uh, magic in the direction of the orcs. Looks like maybe ice or something. Um, And those are the three people you can see right now.
0: All right, I would look around, make sure I'm in a nice stealthy position, or at least hopefully so, and pull out my longbow.
1: Okay. Yeah, you'll have um, some advantage on these guys if you want. Um, or surprise on them, I mean. So Mm -hmm. you could take a turn before you'd be in combat with them. Alright. So you want to try and shoot. There's, uh, like I said, there's like six of them that you can see. Okay. And there's two of them fighting Carl. One he just hit with a hammer. Um. And there's five more. The halfling's throwing ice at one of them right now. You watch, actually, uh... Bolt come out Like a a cone I should say Of uh, ice And hits him and he kind of gets stuck in place Um, Looks like Maybe he got hurt too Is there I mean Is there any particular one you want to try and shoot at Or
0: If Carl looks like he's doing okay Then I would Shoot the one that has been immobilized By the halfling
1: Okay Well roll attack
0: um, D8.
1: No, D20, to see if you hit
0: first. 20! Oh.
1: Yeah, well, that's a crit.
0: I think I just shot a set off.
1: So roll your damage. <laughs> D8. I'm
0: trying to remember which one's D8. That one. 3.
1: Yeah, that's enough to finish him off, and your arrow goes through his neck and out the other side. And uh, roll your stealth check again. I'm going to say since you killed him, maybe the other one's... Won't five. notice you. No, okay. They're they're gonna notice you with the five. So you're in combat now. So I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the orcs um kind of together since I've got five of them and see how they do. Uh, the two fighting Carl. Um, one of them misses and the other one kind of just has his uh, scimitar kind of bounce off um, Carl's armor. The other guys going at the halfling kind of have similar luck. They're shooting crossbows in her direction. Um, and she's kind of, uh, moving as they're firing and she gets out of the way of those. Um, so it goes back around to Carl, who actually finishes off one of the orcs, um, with his hammer. Um, and the halfling starts, um... Channeling another cone and blast it at two of the ones that are running at her. And kind of... Um, uh, they they save out of the way, duck out of the way and roll in opposite directions. And you see kind of some of the water actually get frozen out um, on the edge of the shore. And slowly the um, water lapping in is breaking it back up again. Um, the ward. Actually has been stealthing up behind you. Hooray. And he's going to try and take a bite. Alright, um... Twelve? Thirteen. Alright, so he's gonna miss. Or he's gonna have his teeth kind of hit a thick spot in your armor. So you got the ward right up on you now, too.
0: I would spin around with my short swords.
1: Okay. Go ahead.
0: Apparently... I don't do
1: anything. Yeah, so your sword gets... uh, It smacks into the wall with your crit miss there. Roll a strength check, and let's see if it gets lodged in there. Yeah, not only does it get lodged in there, but like...
0: Did I just break my sword in half?
1: No, I mean, it's a strength check, so it would be the opposite, I guess. It's like hardly lodged in there, but yet you still can't pull it out, and you lose your grip on it. You can still attack with your offhand, though. Yeah, yeah. If you'd like, don't be
0: one. Don't be one. 13. I can deal with that one. And I like you that get number. your
1: proficiencies. 15. That's going to be enough to hit. So go ahead and roll your damage. Six. Okay. Uh, it really takes a nice chunk out of this ward who was already bleeding before and he makes a, a pretty good yelp noise. Um, I'm going to go back to the combat on the beach. So we get um, one of the. Orcs lands a blow on Carl. And Carl is looking worse for wear now. The other orcs land... uh, Two of them land crossbow bolts into Tallulah. And she's down on the ground now, too. Um. So it would be... Back around to the ward, actually, I guess. Alright, the ward's gonna miss again.
0: I would try to stab him. Okay. Again. 15.
1: Yeah, that's gonna hit. Two. That's enough. That takes the ward down, and he makes a really big yelp, which is good, except. Um, The people at the shore already know you're there, but that really has attracted their attention back to you, and they see that the ward's been taken out. So you see those um, three guys with crossbows are running in your direction, Um, and the one guy is still attacking Carl, and he knocks Carl flat out onto the ground. Um, So he's going to start taking off in your direction, too.
0: Um, I guess I would attempt to assess if I would be able to take them on. Am I able to do that?
1: You can roll a perception check. 19. Um, it doesn't look like you're probably going to be able to beat these four.
0: Okay. You could
1: probably take, maybe take one of them out before they got to you, but...
0: Am I hearing any other noise going on?
1: Yeah, I mean, there still sounds like battle going on.
0: All right, I guess I will do my best to run off in the direction of battle to see what I can see what's going on.
1: Okay, roll your athletics, I guess. Eight. Okay, you go around a couple other buildings, and you see there's actually another ship that has just pulled in next to one that's there, and there's a pretty good um, group of orcs who are um, finishing off One or two other people from town. Looks like the people from the market. Um, And they're all charging back toward the woods. And you see there's another empty boat a little further down the beach.
0: Run towards the boat. Toward the boat? Must as well... The orcs are running towards the woods? Yeah. I thought they were in boats.
1: They are. They're running from the boats. The... Um... ...toward the buildings, and then the woods are behind the buildings. But there's no buildings right in this spot, so they're, like, trying to go up to the side of the buildings where you are.
0: Okay, is there any place possibly for me to hide? Because I'm assuming I don't have enough time to run to the boat.
1: You're probably not going to be able to hide, because the other ones know where you are.
0: I thought I was running behind the houses now.
1: Well, you are. So you want to try and find a spot to hide while you're out of their ...eye shot, sort of? I guess. Okay, roll.
0: Carpet rolls. Don't I'm gonna
1: count. go for stealth to see if they lost track of where you are.
0: Seventeen.
1: Yeah, I think they still know where you are. So they did a pretty good perception check, so um, they pop around the side of the building. The three crossbow guys. The other guy's still a little bit behind them. And you're back in combat with these guys. So let's re-roll initiative, because I don't know where you came in with this. Last. Alright. Yeah, so they're going to go first, and they're going to shoot some crossbow bolts at you. I'm, again, rolling for them as a crew to see how they do. You're going to take six damage. I'm dead. No, you're, you should be at twelve, not no. at six. Oh. That was one that was from the weasels.
0: Okay, so then I'm at six.
1: So you erased the, of the other <laughs> six of those. six. Alright. Um
0: I'm tired.
1: So that was their turn. Um the guys from Alright. So that's pretty much it. It's up to you, the other guys still not in view. It's just the three crossbow dudes.
0: Alright, I guess I am shooting another arrow at them. Okay. Six.
1: That's going to be a mess.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, what do you add to it?
0: I don't remember.
1: Um, plus two proficiency, and your deck is plus two?
0: Yeah.
1: Alright, that's still just barely going to be a mess. So it sails over one of their shoulders, um, and it's back around to them. They go to fire crossbow bolts at you again, but out from behind the building behind you comes a really big um, half-ogre, half-orc, and he says, Sneaky, sneaky, drop your weapons.
0: Me? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess I drop my weapons.
1: Okay. Uh, Smart girl, he says. All right, guys. Keep checking the town, and he grabs you by the scruff and throws you down onto the ground and puts you into some shackles. Hooray. Takes you over toward the boat. Are you struggling or anything?
0: Well, I can't really fight them, so I'm not really struggling to get away, just struggling to show So
1: you let him put the shackles on and stuff? Yeah. Okay. He takes you over to the boat and takes you to it's actually the largest boat down the beach and there's like a cabin in this one this is more of a ship mm mm-hmm. and puts you below decks okay and that's going to be the end of our introduction
0: listening to Date Night, remember to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all of your friends. We couldn't do this without your support. Thanks!